Welcome to the Early Parenting Podcast, where we help you navigate the somewhat tricky world of parenthood so you can love the crap out of being a mama. I'm your host, Jen Butler, and I'm an early parenting consultant and a mama of two busy, busy boys. Join me as I explore all things early parenting and deliver them to you in toddler-friendly, bite-sized lessons. Because let's be honest, your toddler is probably smothering pseudo-cream on the wall as we speak. I'll be dropping my hottest tips on baby and toddler sleep, feeding, boobs, behavior, and so much more. Are you ready to feel confident in motherhood? Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Early Parenting Podcast. Today on the podcast, I'm going to be talking about some safe sleeping rules that often get overlooked, usually because we assume that if a product is out there on the market, that it must be safe. Little hint, there are a ton of products that are not safe. Or because a health professional or well-meaning family member or friend has suggested it. So let's dive in. Okay, the first thing I want to talk about are comforters. Now, comforters can be a great attachment item for your baby or toddler and can help them sleep by acting as a comfort and a security. From a safe sleeping perspective, comforters shouldn't be left in the cot with your baby until they're at least seven months old. And that's coming straight from rednose.org. This doesn't mean you can't use the comforter to settle and then remove it from your baby's sleep space once they've calmed. Realistically, your baby won't understand it's gone prior to the age of six months anyway. At six months, there's a major cognitive milestone called object permanence when your baby understands that something exists beyond it being right in front of them. So that's why prior to this age, it's unlikely they'll even know it's gone. So you can absolutely use it as a settling tool, but it shouldn't be left in the cot until they're at least seven months old. So the next safe sleeping tip I want to talk about is when the safe time to introduce a pillow is. I get asked this a lot. So Red Nose recommends no pillows be introduced to your toddler until their second birthday. Now, realistically, they really don't need one before then either. Both my boys only got pillows when they moved into the bed from their cot and they both turned out okay. <laughs> what they didn't know didn't hurt them. Had I introduced it and then taken away, much harder. But if it's just not something that they have in their sleep space usually, then they don't know any different. Another commonly used unsafe sleeping practice is elevation of the cot. Now, lots of parents are advised to do this for refluxy babies as a way to keep the milk down, working with gravity, right? Now, the risk of elevating the cot or bassinet is bub can shimmy on down and get caught against the side or end of the bassinet or cot or get covered by bedding in doing so, which is why it's not recommended for safe sleep. And the thing is, is that researchers found that elevating the sleeping surface for back sleeping babies doesn't actually even reduce reflux anyway. So it's really not worth the risk. The next on the list is talking about newborn nests. You know the ones I'm talking about there, the sort of look like little bassinets. They're portable. They're like cushions made out of material for babies to sleep in, the little newborn nests. Often these are used inside babies' bassinets or cots or in the middle of your bed as sort of a way to bed share. Now, using supervised, these are completely fine. They're wonderful. They're great. But your baby should never be left unsupervised to sleep in these. 
At the end of the day, they're the equivalent of cot bumpers or soft toys in the cot, which are pretty well known to be hazards for sudden unexplained death of an infant slash SIDS, whichever you prefer to use the terminology. So I hope that you have enjoyed that. It's given you a little bit of clarity on some of the practices or things that are out there on the market that we encourage to do that can make our job easier, but in fact, go against what is recommended for SIDS and safe sleeping guidelines. So I will catch you here in the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the episode, Mama. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to share the episode with a friend, with your mother's group, or tag me at Jen Butler Early Parenting on Instagram. The more that know about this podcast, the more people I can help. If you're looking for support that is personalized for your babe and tailored to your family's needs, then make sure to head on over to my website, www.jenniferbutler.com.au and check out how we can work together so you can move through motherhood with confidence. Catch you in the next episode, mama.